Okay. Uh, hold on. You went shopping. I was. Oh, okay. Hold on. But let's do these. Okay. Oh, we all had some very busy weekends. All right. Let's get started. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Oh, gown shopping. That sounds very fancy. Um, If this is your first time watching and you're like, who's this lady? Why is she on the internet? Why is she in my ear or in my face? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting, LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, getting your um, getting contracts for clients and partners so you don't get left holding the bag, um, brand protection strategy so people don't still your business ideas and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, and uh, I help you do all of these things. If you're wondering why uh, I'm qualified to help you do all of these things, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many uh, careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, There are just some things that you're going to need to know. There's no way around it, okay? So that's why I'm here. That's why we do what we do. Um, So if you're in the startup phase of your business, or even if you've been in business for a while, but you need to get your, you know, your your business life together, I want to help you do that, okay? Uh, Connect with me. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a a free 15-minute consultation if you're a first-time client. If you're not a first-time client, you can book a Talk to Me Tuesday session where you can get 25 minutes for $25. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and to the podcast. So if you ever miss one of these live broadcasts, you can catch up at your leisure. Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you get everything related to me, my digital products. This month we are focusing on bank accounts and money management and things like that for business. So, um, this month we are focusing on the boss up business bundle. Okay. That's at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. And last but not least linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can find this very cute, very lovely mug. If you, you know, are a supporter of the show and you want to show your support out in these streets, um, Go grab yourself a t-shirt, go grab yourself a mug. The t-shirts come in three colors, black, white, and navy blue. The mugs are super cute, all right? So Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That's where you guys reach me, all right? Okay, so now we've got the business side out of the way. Let's get to the gossip while we're here, all right? So just in case there's someone who is watching for the first time, here is how the show works. Uh, I pull stories from... The news stories from blog sites, uh, 
the heck is that? Uh, anywhere I find inspiration for stories. Uh, I get stories from you guys as well. Uh, she's not on here yet, but 76 Grimke, she's like the unofficial writer for the show. But uh, I find, um, you know, I take stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and entrepreneurs, and I bring them to you and we discuss them, okay, and pull out the lessons that we can learn. So this is the time for you to get involved. I want your questions. I want your comments. As long as they are uh, respectful, I will be asking you to give me some emojis. I will be asking your opinions on things, okay? Um, so I, I want you, so it's just more fun when we all participate. So please don't be shy. Pull up, you know, come sit on the couch. Everybody's welcome. All right. Okay. So let's get started. Uh, so even before we start our stories, we do our NPL nugget. If you don't know what NPL nuggets are, it is just a quick business concept that I teach in a couple of minutes something that I feel like you should know. And like I said, this month we are focusing on bank accounts and money management as an entrepreneur, right? Last week we talked about how as a business owner, you need to have a separate account for your business. You shouldn't be running your business from your personal account, right? Um, because it, you need to, um, and why do you do that? Not only because it's commingling of funds, which is something I'll explain down the line, but you need to be able to keep track of your expenses as an entrepreneur so you can get the deductions that you that you need, right? And all of the, the perks of having an official business. Um, and uh, the thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about today is setting a budget for yourself as a business owner. Look, uh, you know, when, when you're working a nine to five, uh, you can kind of, it's kind of easy to develop a budget because you know exactly how much you're going to get every time you get paid and you can work that out. But as an entrepreneur, you, um, it's not guaranteed that you're going to make the same amount all the time. So you have to have a system for budgeting um, your money that you make, right? So... I have a system, um, it's, and it, it's based on the amount of revenue that you generate as a business. If you want access to, uh, this system, this, it's a chart that I found online. If you just want to do your own research, that's fine. But I do encourage you guys to pick up my money management for entrepreneurs ebook. It is in the boss up business bundle. It's going to give you, you know, the tips on how to structure, um, structure your business, getting your revenue stream together, uh, you know, breaking down the budget, um, figuring out, you know, what, cert, what, um, what, uh, payment processor to use based on their fees. Um, there's a lot of good tips in there for you to, uh, you, um, to, to start building the foundation for your business finances. Okay. So pick up the boss up business bundle. Thanks, Eferina. All right. So now that we have finished the NPL nugget, let's get to our stories. All right. Okay. Friends, if you are a Prince fan, give me, there's a purple rain emoji. Yes. I believe there's a purple rain emoji or some type of umbrella emoji. If you are a Prince fan, give me the um, the umbrella emoji, purple rain emoji, whatever you can find. Uh, and everybody should be giving me an emoji. If you don't like Prince, don't watch my show. <laughs> All right. Um, if you didn't know, uh, Prince died without a will. Thank you, Zephyrina. Prince died without a will, um, and Prince really wasn't into, um, you know, trademarks and stuff. While he was fiercely protective over his music, 
Prince didn't really take care of the business when it came to the other stuff. Hey, Candy Cape Cod, like, you know, trademarks. So, uh, there is a wine company based out in Ohio. The name of the company is Luva Bella, L apostrophe U-V-A, B-E-L-L-A. And they have put out, um, thank you for the purple rains. Yes. And they have put out a line of, um, wine that they're calling purple rain wine. Thank you for all of the, the, the umbrellas. Thank you. Um, they, they put out a line of, of wine that they called purple rain wine. And now the company that manages Prince's estate, which is, uh, Nelson Prince Rogers records, um, they are suing, uh, purple rain wine because, uh, they're saying, look, we, we originated the phrase purple rain. You know, nobody was talking about purple rain until Prince came out with the movie, you know, in 19, uh, 1986, I believe. Um, here's the problem. Prince never trademarked the trade, uh, the term purple rain. Um, it's, it's not trademarked. So, uh, they basically have to rely on Prince's clout and his impact as a performer on society, I guess, to, to, to make this a thing. Now, I don't think that's going to be hard, but this would have been a lot easier had Prince or had Prince's attorneys, you know, had, had the foresight to trademark this phrase. So now, uh, Prince's estate has to fight this wine company, uh, you know, and, and really, um, I guess, well, not necessarily a loss. Wild legal trademarks are the preferred method. If you're like a big enough, you know, impact on society, there can be exceptions. So, um, we're going to have to wait and see what happens between Prince's Estate and Purple Rain Wine. But I want to know from you guys, should, uh, Luva Bella Wines, should they be able to have their line of Purple Rain Wines? Or, um, should Prince's Estate be able to put a halt to that because nobody was talking about Purple Rain before, before Prince did it? Who, who should, who do you think should win in this, uh, in this scenario? Well, you know, given all that we have talked about, uh, you know, about trademarks and things like that, right? So, um, yeah, let me know who you think should win, Prince's Estate or Purple Rain Wines. Okay, um, I'm going to go a little bit fast today because I want to get through all of these stories. Um, so let me know what your comments are. And while I'm starting the next story, I will come back to your comments. Okay, um, so moving on to our second story of the night. If you have ever owned any type of Nintendo game system, please. Um, hello, Red Baron 55. If you've ever owned any type of Nintendo game system, please give me. A video game controller emoji. Kels Butter said, well, now that you said that, I guess they should try to delay. You think that Prince's Estate should try to delay or Purple Wines should try to delay Kels Butter? Let me know. Kels Butter said, now that you said that, I guess, said that, I guess they should try to delay. Who should try to delay? Um, and while, while Kells is letting us know who should delay, we've got, uh, we've got some video game controllers from Zephyrina. I know we got more gamers in here. Um, but 
put them in there so we can set up for our next uh, story. I keep gleeking. The estate should try to delay. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I th- I think they should they should file it. Zephyrina said, "Can his estate file for a trademark for Purple Rain?" Um, they absolutely could. The the issue is, why didn't you do this before? Like, okay, first, okay, Prince died without a will, so obviously he wasn't really concerned with legal paperwork. But at the very least, protect this, you know, iconic movie, you know, and, and this phrase that nobody talked about before your movie. So they can definitely try and trademark it now. It's just, we'll have to wait and see what happens. All right? Okay, moving on to our next story. So, my gamers, uh, I guess we only have one person who's ever had a Nintendo gaming system. Um, That's cool. I had, like, the very first Nintendo gaming system when I was a child. I tell you guys this all the time. I never beat the first Super Mario Brothers. Hello, Magic Hands Mobile Car Wash. All right, so, Nintendo just came into a little bit more money. Hi, Just Incredible. Um, just came into a little bit more money, you know, a drop in that gigantic bucket of money that Nintendo is worth. Um, I don't know exactly how much Nintendo is worth. Just he said I had one as a kid. Me too. But I'm sure the company is worth about, you know, you know, several billion dollars. Uh, but even so, Nintendo does not duck hunt. Uh, I liked duck hunt. Um, but even so, Nintendo does not play about their name, they don't play about their technology, nothing. Now, um, this is, uh, we don't usually talk about patents a lot on here, usually the stories we cover have to do with trademarks and copyrights, right? But today is a, a patent story, so Nintendo just won, um, the equivalent of 30 million American dollars, uh, in Japan, because... Another gaming company that goes by the name Colo PL, Colo Polo, I don't know, C-O-L-O-P-L, um, they violated several of Nintendo's patents re- um, uh, relating to operating a joystick over a touch panel. I do not know what that means because I do not play video games, but my gamers out here, does anybody know anything about operating a joystick over a touch panel. Whatever that is, Nintendo has a patent on it, and uh, as well as some other things. And Colopol apparently copied the patents, got access to them, and copied it, and made their own game and used it in a game called White Cat Project. Um, I asked you guys in my stories if you had heard of that game. Only one of you recognized it. Uh, But because Nintendo was able to prove that uh, Colopal had violated their patents because, one, they had legal patents to begin with, they had just won a judgment of $30 million. Now, $30 million is not much to Nintendo. I'm sure they're worth billions of dollars. But this company, Colopal, I've barely heard of them. I don't know how much they're worth. I think $30 million might, might, might you know, put a, a heavy dent in their wallet. So this is why it's important that you do not violate people's intellectual property. Copyrights, trademarks, patents, none of them, okay? You do not want to end up 
with a ridiculously high judgment against you because you used someone's mark. Lest we forget the Australian shoe store owner who owes the Uggs company half a million dollars because he was calling his shoes Uggs. Y'all need to be careful out in these streets, okay? These brands do not care. They want their money. All right? Okay. Um... Okay, before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. Uh, This is uh, my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Oh, thank you for the hearts, guys. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance, I'm here to help you, okay? Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Set up some time with your girl. Go pick up the uh, free biz launch cheat sheet to help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so you can see my lovely face and all my over 400 videos that I have on there teaching you about these concepts, okay? Um, But yeah, go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and let's talk. Okay, moving on. Um, if you drink, uh, if you drink, if you if you drink energy drinks, please give me like give me like a, a lightning bolt emoji. If you're an energy drink drinker, whether that be uh, Red Bull, Monster, Rockstar, I don't know the other names. Those are the three that I know. But if you drink energy drinks. Give me a lightning bolt emoji. I drink them very rarely, like if I'm super, super tired and I, and I need to be up. Um, but I try not to drink, okay? Thank you, Zephyrina, for the lightning bolt emojis. Anybody else? I try to drink more water than anything. Um, but whether or not you drink energy drinks, if you have heard of Bang Energy Drink, Bang energy drink. Please give me a B in the comments. If you have heard of bang energy drinks, give me a B in the comments. If you have not, just say no. Okay? Um, now, this is an all, becoming an all-too-familiar situation. Because of social media marketing, you know, and people... Thank you, Kells Butter. And people have, you know, they're doing commercials... Uh, all the time, be, okay, you know, people are doing commercials on their social media, right, and you make it nice, and you have your music in the background, um, Bang Energy has basically been promoting their energy drink on TikTok, um, and these TikTok videos that they use to promote their energy drink, um, they have used apparently 132 songs that have, that are, that are owned by Sony Music. Um, they have used these 132 songs in about 200 videos and Sony Music wants their money. Um, you've seen the videos. I don't have a TikTok account, so I don't even, y'all look, I I do not want to get a TikTok account But do you think it's worth it for me to open one just to find out what these people are talking about? Let me know. Anyway, 
But uh, Sony, you know, they found out Bang Energy Drink, uh, they're like, so girl, you're just going to use all our music and not even ask us? So they are suing Bang Energy Drink for copyright infringement for using 132 songs in over 200 videos. Now apparently, uh, uh, Bang Energy Drink is uh, quite popular. Uh, from what I see here, you guys know about it. Um, Kel said he knows what it is. Zephyrina said she knows what it is. Um, uh, Zephyrina said, yes, you can promote on there as well. Oh, girl, I, oh, I, I'm old. I, I, I'll maybe just go watch videos. Somebody has to, like, give me a TikTok tutorial or something. Um, Anyway, but this is a, not an uncommon situation. I don't know if you guys remember, but remember we talked about Peloton being sued. Was it Sony Music or Warner Music? Um, they were being sued by another big music a production company because they were using their music for their for their you know fitness things, but weren't but had no licenses. Um, Kel's butter said they really don't taste that good. I mean, who drinks energy drinks for the flavor? Uh, Zephyrine said, I've heard of them, but never drank Bang. Okay. Well, either way, Bang is out here using Sony's music without permission, and Sony is not having it. So they are suing Bang Energy for copyright infringement. And this could, this could potentially cost them millions of dollars, okay? Um, so, uh, and, uh, yeah, so we're gonna have to wait and see what happens between Sony and Bang Energy, Maybe they'll settle. Maybe, uh, maybe they'll, you know, do some licensing thing. Maybe Sony will win. We will have to see. But, um, how much do you think Sony could reasonably, uh, you know, ask for with, since Bang Energy has used, uh, supposedly 132 of their songs? What do you, what, let's speculate. What's the minimum amount we think that Sony Music might ask for? Let me know what you guys think. How much money do you think Sony might want from Bang Energy for using 132 songs without their without license? Zephyrina said it will be a bang in their pocket. <laughs> it will, girl. It will. Kells Butter said five million. I th- I think that's. Uh, okay, I actually think that's kind of low. Seventy-six Grim Grace said fifteen million. I think that's that's more kind of in the Sony target. Five million to them is like pocket change. Um, but good guess, Kels Butter. I think I think we're we're probably going to be in the double-digit millions uh, when it comes to Sony, though. But we will have to wait and see what happens. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story. Um, this is actually more of an issue that I wanted to ask you guys, okay? I want to get your take on this. So I'm going to ask you the question first, and then we're going to talk about the facts. So the question that I want to ask you is, should you be able to license out your license, Okay. So that's the question. Should you be able to license out your license? Okay. Now you may be like, what is she talking about? I'm going to explain. Uh, 
We are, if we all know about 9-11 that happened in 2001, um, I remember exactly where I was. I was, it was my junior year in college. I remember I was about to go to class and I was trying to watch my show before class. And I was like, what, what's going on at all the news stations, all that stuff. Right. Okay. Um, but be 9-11 was a big, it was, a, you know, a, a big event and footage for 9-11 was very valuable, right? So a lot of journalists, a lot of videographers, they shot footage of 9-11, the buildings, things like that, right? And they licensed this, these videos out to uh, media outlets. Um, specifically, there is a gentleman by the name of Anthony Fianarelli, okay? He, he took 9-11 footage and he licensed it to CBS. He said, CBS, you can use my footage to do your reports, right? So CBS, they, they, they pay him for his footage. They sign a contract and they start using the footage for, you know, different things. But then Anthony's, uh, he starts seeing what CBS is doing with his footage. He's like, wait a second. We didn't agree to that. We didn't agree to that. We didn't agree to that, right? So he sued CBS for violating uh, the licensing contract. But while this was happening, CBS licensed out their content that they made using his footage to other media outlets, right? So, and these were media outlets that Anthony um, Fionarelli had no connection with, right? So let's say, you know, okay, Anthony gave CBS permission to use his video CBS uses it for some type of expose on 9-11, and then they like, let's say they license out that expose using his footage to NBC, okay? We're going to put it that simply. So Anthony Fionarelli, he is upset. He doesn't feel like CBS should be able to license out these uh, works that have his, um, that, that are using his work, he, or he at least feels like, like he should get a piece of the pie. Now, a judge has already made a ruling on this. He said that um, other, you know, other outlets using using the footage, it depends on how they're using it. That that would determine whether it's infringement. But we're not going to get into that tonight. But I, what I want to know from you guys, as an educated crowd, is why would, or, or not why would, but do you think? If somebody gives a license to someone to use something and they create something using that license, but in this example, we're using a video. If I make a video and I license it to you to make something and you make a video and use a snippet of my video, should you be able to license out your work that uses my work, right? Without telling me, should I be, should I be entitled to a piece of that pie too? Or is that all you? What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about that? Mm -mm -mm. And if it's not clear, please let me know and I will do my best to, to explain it more clearly, the situation that I'm talking about, okay? So, um, Kels Butter, can you expand on your yep, please? 
um, Zephyrinus thinking she gave me a hmm. So it, you know, let's say, you know, I make my, I make these videos online here, but I decide that I want to make them private, right? And, but I license them out to, I don't know, WeTV and WeTV uses a snippet, but then WeTV licenses it out, licenses it out to Warner Brothers Films. Should I get a piece of that Warner Brothers Films pie? Um, Red Baron said share the pie. Okay, so you guys think Anthony should get a piece of the pie. All right. Anybody else have any other opinions? Okay, we're making good time. I'm going to be able to do my last story. Um, yes. Any other opinions? I think that it depends. I agree with the judge. It's how the new work is being used because there are fair use exceptions. Um, 76 Grimke said, I would want a cut of the profits because it's from my original work. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think the judge said in some cases he was, he was entitled to it, but in other cases he wasn't. Um, if you want to know like, uh, the, the, um, the whole background, um, look up Anthony Fionarelli versus CBS, okay? Um, but yeah, I just wanted to know what your opinions were on that. Hello, Montiesh. Uh, Kels Butter said, well, because they're, they're using part of his stuff. They are using part of his stuff, but, um, yes, and you're very right, and, and that's where we have to figure out, or that's where the judge is saying, okay, yes, in some cases, you're entitled to it, but we have to figure out how is the work being used? Is it being used as fair use? Is it, are they, uh, you know, making something new out of it? Um, and, and those, those are the criteria that the judge was using to make his decision because Anthony was sued everybody. Okay. All right. Uh, moving to our last story of the evening. This is actually kind of funny. Um, but it, it, it brought back some memories. One of my very first clients who I helped obtain a trademark. I remember when she was, uh, waiting, you know, for communication from the USPTO and she was getting all this mail and she didn't know what was official and what wasn't. And I had to, you know, guide her through some of it and and let her know that some of that was junk mail, um, you know, and not to be worried. But, um, the USPTO has become very concerned about people committing, um, intellectual property fraud or, or doing scams using their, um, using the USPTO name. So the USPTO is trying to trademark their own name and logo. And my question to them is where were y'all girl? You are literally the organization, which is, this is why I entitled the show, remove the beam in your own eye. Trade USPTO, you are literally the organization that handles trademarks and patents and intellectual property, and you did not secure the bag yourself. You have seen that there is fraud. You're waiting until fraud was being committed out here to secure your own name. For any of you out here that have trademarks by any chance, um, if you, you know, uh, did it yourself or something, or if your attorney told you, did any of you get like, you know, um, funny looking mail? This happens all the time because when you file your trademark applications, right, it's public knowledge. So you have people who will scour 
those uh those lists of people who have applied and they're trying to make a buck so they'll be out here you know sending their little emails it's like when you get those those phishing emails from amazon or paypal but it's spelled wrong or it has funny looking characters in it that's essentially what's going on with the uspto so they are now trying to um trademark their own uh name and logo to prevent uh fraud out here in these streets where people are filing trademarks because trademark applications have risen um so that's just further proof that I tell y'all all the time. Nobody is above intellectual property law, not even the organization that manages intellectual property. All right. So you need to get your stuff in order as much as you can as early as possible. Because look at this. USPTO is fighting the same fight that, you know, the average business owner has. And you're a government institution. So intellectual property, it's, it's you know, it, it it's not, it doesn't care who you are. Intellectual property is for everybody, okay? Intellectual property is for the streets. <laughs> All right. So those are the stories that I wanted to, sh- oh my gosh, my throat is so dry. All right, so those were the stories um, that I wanted to share with you this evening. Um, Thank you guys for participating in the conversation. I always love to hear your perspectives. Thank you all for hanging out with me. Um, We will be back tomorrow with more stories. If you missed the NPL Nugget, we are talking about money management for entrepreneurs. Be sure that you pick up the Boss Up Business Bundle so you can get my Money Management for Entrepreneurs ebook. uh, make sure you're booking your one-on-ones. Uh, tomorrow is Talk to Me Tuesday. If you are, if you want um, just to pick my brain, you've got a few questions. You can go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a Talk to Me Tuesday session. Uh, what else? If you find any stories you want me to talk about, please send them to my inbox. Seventy six Grimke was in my inbox at like eight o'clock this morning talking about girl. This is what this is what's going on in the world. She's an unofficial writing team. Um, yes. So that's what I have for you. We'll be here tomorrow night. Thank you again for your presence. I appreciate you. And we will talk tomorrow. Bye.